0: I'm doing great, Brent. How are you today? Looks like we've been live for like four seconds now. How about that? First time ever, eh? (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. Great to see you. Really excited to uh, introduce our BBB partner uh, for this episode. It's Breaking Business Barriers, episode 106. This is Brent Duhame, along with co-pilot, the better looking guy, definitely talented in music, among other things, Jared Jared Ty Landon. Yes, sir. I can't wait. There's going to be, I think, a first story, first time told story coming out today. I think.
1: Yes sir. Is what I read up on the yes, on
0: the slot up. So, hey, Landon, both uh, Jared and I are excited to have you on, especially the first time that we ever we did a play call here. You guys helped set up the live deal, so first first time for everything. But anyway, yes, sir. Man, that's a cool garage, and there's some cool stuff in there. Landon, uh, why don't you tell a little uh, everyone. Uh, First of all, where where they can find you on the uh, greater interweb?
1: Okay, so Aqualux Auto Detailing is, the, I guess, the handle, the the greater web or whatever you want to call it. Thank you. This is my humble garage. It is a very small twenty by twenty. So, but it's it's home for me. A lot of memories in here. But uh, yeah. Um, so let me know what you got. And but yeah, Aqualux Auto Detailing in McKinney, Texas. Right for, on.
2: People, for people wondering, what what kind of car is that behind you there? That's a cool looking car. So,
1: uh, first of all, um, I'm grateful to God that um, everything in my life, first of all, I got to get get that out, get that out there. But it is a Porsche 911 996. It's one of my dream cars. Um, I've worked really hard for it. Um, I guess we can go into that further a little bit. But, I mean, it's one of my, uh, yeah, it's rare. Not that it's important that they're going in value, but I like the 99 996 because it's raw. It's a stick shift. Um, there's some modifications on it and it's not a typical career, but it's, a uh, it's raw and old school. <laughs> you
2: it will. certainly looks cool and it looks fast.
1: <laughs> it's sick. It, it gets
0: up and moves pretty good. But my brother, my, uh, youngest brother, I have two brothers. My youngest brother is a car guy. Yes, sir. So he'll be digging this one. He'll be awesome. digging.
1: Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Right well, on. Man.
0: Well, all right. So you
1: own your own business. Let's yes,
0: get, how, how did
1: that happen? a lot of failed businesses, honestly, uh, a lot of failed attempts, but I I think what the bigger, the bigger picture for me is, or the big question to answer that is how did it even get started? It started with my mom and my dad, really. Let's go back to like the disciplining and my mom, I got, I was raised in a paramilitary household, if you will. Um, if if I lit my mom, I was getting soap in my mouth or I was doing pushups or I was getting my butt whooped. I mean, that's kind of how it worked. So, um, they taught me the value of a dollar from early on. So uh, if that helps kind of set the, you know, the whole table, as you will. Yeah. So, I mean, long story short, I mean, it's this whole thing started uh, me being, it was therapeutic for me from the start when I started detailing cars. And I really didn't think anything about making money into it or anything. It was just something to do outside of my normal day job and stuff like that uh after that it started kind of growing after i bugged my mentor about eight to nine times he's actually huge on youtube um scott bly with dallas paint correction but that's actually really just kind of how it happened and then i really wanted to learn how to make paint pop polish it and get all those defects out but really I, I had a fascination with that before and after i guess there was a lot of gratifying stuff with it and then knowing you could possibly see cooler cars i mean I, i've seen way cooler cars than this. this is not even some of the cool ones Um, but yeah, so does that kind of like synopsis it for you really good? I don't know if that, um, if that's what you're looking for.
0: Sure, sure does. And I think the common thread with any entrepreneur that we've had on breaking business barriers, they almost always, I I don't think there's ever been one that has, uh, has, hasn't said they failed multiple times at something. Correct. And it's hard, right? You're climbing that muddy hill. Yes. You know, with no shoes and, and sometimes it feels like you, you're going nothing but down rather than rather than up. But you you, you learn. So. All right. So all right, let's dial. Let's dial it back. I, okay. I was really intrigued with your your bio. I'm not going to ask many questions. J, JT and I like to sit back and, and listen to you talk about your story. OK. And, and I saw it. I'm sure Jared probably saw it. It's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. OK. Good to
1: go. What a rip. So, um, do you guys want the, okay, so I'm going to just start kind of where the fork in the road, if you will. How's yep. that? So yep. when I got in the Marine Corps, I, we didn't have any, I didn't know what I was going to do. A long story short fell on a job with Mary Kay because of um, doing a courier service. Long story short, worked with Mary Kay, loved that company, learned a lot. Uh, but before I started with them, there was a lot of stuff going on and it, this is where the. I haven't told really anybody. I was kind of waiting for the right time to do this. And I want to say, uh, it's part of my pride. Um, I really haven't wanted to share this. And sometimes I, I don't know if there's like a right time or wrong time, but I really felt like it was kind of private to me for a while. And I just, it was, it was really humiliating to even admit, um, from the get go. So my in-laws invited us to live in their house when I got to the ring Corps. And so that actually entails more than just us and my three kids, my wife's older sister, their three kids, her grandmother, her baby sister, and her parents. So square footage gets takes up quite a bit. So you add that stress, stressors. My wife is going to uh, college full-time after she already has her bachelor's degree. So she already has one. Then she's going to nursing school. So she got that. We had third kid um, (laughs) while she's in nursing school. So you add all that $900 a week in daycare. And then we're swiping plastic to stay alive uh, every every four months with $7,000. And so that literally led us to this, my breaking point, practically, something was going to have to give. And it was uh, us over $175,000 in debt. And you can get there really quick. And it sucks. and, And it's not easy to climb out of, but it's literally what pushed me to start detailing along with the one drive I made one night to get gas. So I paid for gas. I'll never forget it. I was an ad in Exxon station. I went to that Exxon station. My little girl asked me for some gummy bears. I don't know if you ever, I don't know if it's a male thing or just I, maybe just me, my personality, but I have some pride. But when you get to the checkout counter, and you're not able to pay for what you put up there and then everybody's behind you just looking at you. It's, uh, it's humiliating. It, it um, I felt, you know, my pride was hurt. It was like I couldn't afford a $2 pack of gummy bears for my little girl. And that, that really was like a little, it was the push and kick I needed, but I was like, I am never, ever going to feel like this again. And how am I going to fix it? And it was literally auto detailing. I bugged my mentor on YouTube. I sent him about 80 emails. First detail, it started. It was a Range Rover. First detail, he handed me all the money. I want to make sure I I, I hit that because that's how big his heart is. So he kind of knew where I was at, but really didn't know where I was at. And so a lot of people, you know, they they see this, but they don't see what it. They don't see the suck that goes into, you know, grinding it out every day. I was learning the craft in the cold, in the rain. I was pushing myself, timing myself, trying to make sure I could get better and more profitable but I was like, I got to, I got to figure a way out. But I pushed myself on all those areas. But the second car I saw was a GTR. Third car I saw was a Corvette. He handed me the money every single time. And I was like, this man has a great heart. And so he gave me the gift of his 30 years of experience in a very short window. Let me tail him. And he paid me every what he would make on every detail. And so that was like, that was just the most eye opening thing I've ever seen, you know, just from somebody else that was just being that selfless and helping me out. And then, you know, the whole pay it forward thing, it's real. But then he actually kind of cut me off for three months and kind of like cold turkey'd me. And I was like, what the heck, you know, what would that but it was his way of kicking me out of the nest and let me feel it out on my own, which I needed, you know, so I got the Marine Corps background and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, fine. You know, I'll figure it out and didn't need any handholding. And I had some, you know, it was a little bumpy road, but you know, I didn't know if it was going to grow what it was going to do but i just knew i want i did i was sick and tired of being where i was at and so four and a half years later now we have two well i actually have more than that but two auto detailing businesses related if that makes sense and uh, yeah it, 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 we paid all our debt off in um about four and a half months ago so now we're debt free and i got my dream car and my wife has her dream horse so now, it's now it's now it's about like creating other jobs for people and, and showing the journey, documenting the journey, if that makes sense. And, and I guess that's something for me is a lot of people have been inspired by me because of where I've came from and where I'm going. And What that looks like, I have no idea. I can't answer that, you know, for anybody. But I, I know that if they can see my story and where I started, you know, anybody can do it. You just got to want it, you know, if you're hungry enough.
2: Man, what an amazing story. I love the, I love the fact that the type of work you do, you know, could be considered, you're using your hands, you know, it could be considered blue collar work, if you will, yet at the same time, uh, you're a businessman. Yes. And, um, you know, you also have, I've seen you teaching other people about just valuing their craft. about, you know, charging something that's, you know, not just cheap, but it's fair to both of you. Uh, So I've really enjoyed learning, uh, you know, from you and and watching you mentor others. Um, I'd love to take a minute and kind of step back. Uh, So you grew up in in Denton area, just like me, Denton, Texas. Yes. Yes. And uh, we know a lot of the same people, gone to the same churches there. Um, what was it that, uh, made you decide to join the Marines? So
1: that was actually kind of, um, a thing between, so I worked at Denton County Sheriff's office for two years and that kind of like, I I just, it was one of those things I was like, man, I just, I don't like it here. Like, you know, I just don't enjoy it. And so I decided, I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm not never, I'm never going to do this. And I've always kind of had in the back of my head, if I went to any branch, what is it going to be? I want to go to the Marine Corps. Why? You get pushed. You, they they literally, whatever the limit is, there's beyond that. And I wanted to taste it. I just wanted to see if I had what it took. And th- that's really kind of what propelled me to go into it. The recruiters even told me, you're crazy for going 03. And I was like, no, I'm not. I already know what I'm getting into. I have buddies that have been doing it for four years. And yeah, that that kind of like, that's my reason, rhyme and reason. it was right when oh nine. So it was kind of an interesting year to actually go in, but I knew I had job security, you know, kind of when we had that little dip in the economy for a while. So I knew I had job security for six years also.
2: Well, we appreciate your service, man. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, when you see people who make sacrifices to join the military, when you see people who make, you know, the ultimate sacrifice, one thing that a lot of people don't think about is that, you know, pretty much everyone who signs up Is prepared to do that. And with these recent events in the news, you know, it just really brings that forefront. Um, I love how you mentioned that you guys are debt free, man. In America, like, what does that make you like the 0.5% or something? Where, you know, for, for for our listeners, what kind of advice would you give? Where would you tell people to start? If they wanted to set a goal to be debt free uh, in their you know, near future as well,
1: so I think I can answer that in two ways. So how to do it? you know obviously there's you know there's always these multiple ways, but first of all, we've kind of always kind of been Dave Ramsey followers, if you will. so he's got I mean, and I like steps and I like getting told what to do. Anybody likes that, I like orders, I like consistency, you know, give me that now. The, there's a caveat. I'm the spender. My wife's the saver. So those two, you know, so I had to learn, you know, get different spending habits, but literally I learned, um, you know, if you want to get out of, and I, I I'm trying to answer this in two parts and one answer, Jared, so I'm not trying to deviate. So if you're in your day job, nine to five, whatever it is, you're stuck in an office and you're sick and tired of it and you want to do something else. So Dave Ramsey says make double where you're at. Okay. So I told my wife, I said, I want to make triple. And she kind of looked at me crazy. I said, don't tell me, you know, I don't want to know weekly updates. I said, just tell me when I'm there. And so I literally was in this mindset of working like I'm broke all the time. Literally, I come in, hand her the money, come in, hand her, it, literally, you know, she gets getting smile on her face and I walk out broke. I mean, that's literally how it worked for a while. But she tapped my shoulder last October. What is it? it? I can't remember. It was last October. Yes, because I put my resignation in January this past year. She goes, hey, you did it. We're here. And I was like, wow so i think it all starts with baby steps i mean that that's like anything crawl walk run you know but if you start somewhere and in your discipline take some discipline but my wife has more discipline on the financial side you know i'm kind of involved but you know i don't know else to say but i mean it takes two you gotta work at it together i mean if you're now married couples that's what it takes you know a lot of people are they don't like that because it's a point of conflict and a lot of you know i mean it, it can't i've seen divorces happen because of it you know but that's another story for another day but i mean you gotta want it. You gotta be hungry for it. You gotta get sick and tired of being where you're at, you know, and save, you know, get that emergency fund and then just follow the steps. That's all I can tell you. I mean, he's got it out. I mean, I can't hit it any harder than what, however, he tells everybody to do it in his program. I
2: love the message there, man. You know, you got your priorities in a row. Um, you decided, hey, I'm gonna build a business. You decided, hey, I'm going to become debt free. And, um, you know, uh, we, we talked to, we uh, joked about your, you know, awesome car there behind you. Uh, but, you know, I happen to know that you saved up and you found a deal. And, um, you know, so I like that because a lot of times people associate, you know, being careful with your money as, you know, just, you know, eating, you know, beans every day. And, uh, you know, maybe just riding a bike, nothing against bikes. <laughs> right. No, I got it. How cool that, you know, you build a business, you paid off your debt and you actually reached a point to where you said, you know what? I've got a little bit of fun money. Um, I'm going to I'm going to go do something, something fun with it.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's after saying yes to my wife multiple times so she could have her thing. So it'd be easy for her to say yes to me.
2: Well, I'm going to make sure that she sees this podcast because you mentioned that uh, you like being told what to do. So I'm just going to make sure she knows you're where you're <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing it. All right.
0: Brett, you got anything? I do. Landon, you know, uh, again, congrats uh, for your service to the United States of America. Yes, sir. That's uh, welcome. Uh, a lot, a lot of pride there, man. Just tell. Yes, sir. So if you were to give some advice to your younger self, what advice would would now knowing where you've gotten to, because you're just pouring advice, you know, to your kids, you know, it starts at home, right? Like you you credit your parents right out of the gate, you know, credit to them. Yes, what sir. advice would you give to your younger self?
1: It's going to it's going to sound crazy, but um, I used to care what people thought a lot. Literally, Uh, pure pressure, pure pressure can be good and bad. Also, Um, that along with my circle, I guess, circle of trust, circle of people I hung around, um, I would have made it smaller. But literally do not give a flip what people think. I I don't care. Even if it's family. I mean, you can respectfully say that, but I, I had a lot of people tell me I was nuts you're going to be a professional car washer. I got made fun of my logo. So I mean, yeah, don't, don't care what people think. I mean, if you want to do it, what's worse going to happen. You fail and you go back to where you started, you know, or where you were working, you know, it's worse that can happen. It takes a, it takes a lot of fortitude to do
2: that, right? Yes. Yes.
1: Tons <laughs> lot. And you gotta, you gotta keep at it every day. There are a lot of consistency.
2: Landon, we talked to quite a few entrepreneurs and, you know, everyone talks about marketing and they talk about becoming hyper local and they talk about, you know, getting in front of people. Yeah. Um, and I don't just mean in our podcast. I just mean, you know, I, I bump into people like that all the time. Uh, you're one of the people I can count, you know, on one hand who is really, really good about that. What kind of advice would you give to a business owner who, you know, and quick story, not to get off on tangent, but I went to lunch with a guy once and uh, I said, a, a business associate. And I said, man, you are really funny. And you have a very, you know, you just have a very funny personality. I said, I only know that because I'm going to lunch with you. I was like, you know, you're in sales. You need to get this out in front of, you know, your whole network. Uh, Well, again, you're one of the very few people who does that. You know, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Um, I know you. I feel like I know you well because of social media. That's actually, you know, the Facebook commercials will say, hey, Facebook is here to encourage people to go out and do things and actually see each other. Well, that's exactly how you and I uh, got to know each other. What kind of advice would you give to another business owner, uh, salesperson, entrepreneur uh, who knows they should be putting themselves out there, uh, but they just haven't done it yet?
1: I think it comes down to, well, first for me, uh, I wasn't good at this for a while. So it took like four businesses that I didn't really talk about, but I mean, I failed. So it took a lot of practice. So you got to do it. Play your strength. Uh, That was one of the biggest things. And start small. Start somewhere, start whatever platform you like the most or you probably get the most engagement. That's probably one of my favorite things. I know Facebook's a good thing, but I just had a TikTok video go viral 60,000 views two days ago. (laughs) You just never know. I mean, I I was like, are you serious? Part three out of a four-part video, this number three goes, why this one? I don't know, but put it out there. You never know who's watching. I think that's a big thing is a lot of people don't realize how many people are watching that don't like, don't comment. You never know. You have no clue who's watching you. And I have had so many people in like the past three months, Landon, you've inspired me. Landon, I have been watching your story. Landon, you're living my dream. And I'm like, I haven't seen you like, I mean, in my head, I haven't seen like a comment, but it's so true. Like they may not, but you're still impacting people. So, I mean, don't care what other people think and put it out there on your favorite platform and start trying to learn others, you know, and do it daily.
2: Love it. Love it. Now I think you said you've got a story for us that you have not told anybody uh, prior to today. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, that was a little bit of the one I was telling earlier, and I really, I I want to go on that again because um, it was really living with my in-laws for four and a half years. Um, and, and I say that because as a man, you know, providing for your family, having your own place, having your own space—that that was a humbling four and a half years for me. I bet. Because because, I mean, I was under somebody else's household. I invited, yes. Would we be where we're at today if that hadn't happened? I don't think so. Uh, I'm grateful for my in-laws to this day. I have some awesome in-laws. And, uh, you know, and my I had two siblings living at my parents' house. So I've been saying her. So that, that was already, that was a no in the process. So it's hard when you get out of the Marine Corps. So I guess that my biggest thing is if you have to take steps back, you know, Go live with your parents to get where you want to go or do something. I think that's one of the things. So I know it's kind of an interesting thing, but it, it, it was hard to talk about. I didn't like anybody knowing about it. It, it, it was a really sore subject for me to hey, I
2: love my in-laws. I think I'm going to butcher the uh, Dave Ramsey quote, but <laughs> do what others aren't willing to today so you can do what others can't tomorrow. I think that's a, a and again I probably butchered it but what a what an awesome yes. you know concept there. Yes sir.
0: Moving uh as we near the finish line here and sometimes uh these just come out of the blue but it you know been a pretty serious been a great story man. I mean mm-hmm. if that does I have I had goosebumps a number of times so re- really cool to hear your story landed and especially pretty deep in the heart, you know what what uh You know, when your kids hear this, oh, my God, there'll be tears, (laughs) you know? Yes, sir. But uh, how about something to crack us up, man?
1: Um, It's probably not my funniest story, but I I (laughs) think it's, I mean, it made me laugh because I I love people that are real. All my clients have busted their tail to where they've gotten today. And so one client that in their area, um, I knew who their next door neighbor was. And I don't know if y'all follow football or anything like that. Jared, I think I possibly told you a little bit about this, but it was just funny to me how this famous person came up, if you will. So I knew he lived there and they had told me, hey, we talked to him and yes, I have detailed his car and his client. So if any of y'all know Tyler Lockett, well, okay, I knew he's their next door neighbor. But what I did not see was me detailing him coming up on a rental iBird, one of those scooters actually from up there, and he just comes rolling up in the driveway. He goes, Hey, what's up, Landon? And I'm like, You just don't, but it was it was funny to him, like, okay, this is my type of person though, because the, I you always attract like-minded clients, and he literally, I was like, Are you still paying for that? And he goes, I probably am, but oh well. I mean, that was I don't know. I, I just thought it was funny he had that, you know, that light-hearted, I guess, you know, funny sense of humor, but he's still in sweatpants, hey, I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? And he was like, absolutely. But I mean, it was just funny to me that he rolled up in a scooter that was rented and he didn't care anymore, but just willing to say, hey, at the same time. So I don't really have a lot of funny stories, but I mean, if me and my other best friend are around, yeah, we got plenty of funny stories about that other stuff.
2: <laughs> that's, a, that's a great one. Hey, uh, on the subject of taking good care of our vehicles, uh, is there anything stands out that stands out that, you know, the average car owner is doing wrong <laughs> what what they should be doing more of
1: oh man so <laughs> i'm going to say it oh uh, and it's and this here's the thing automatic car washes are really they're really not the best thing for your paint okay i'm going to word this as best tactfully as i can but at the same time i know 80% of america is going to go use them okay i get that but The other reason they're so horrible for your paint right now is because you got something that's going on a rotary, high acidic, high pH soaps, and it's smacking your clear coat. Well, this stuff only lasts so long and they're actually cutting costs on how much they're putting on. They're cutting it by like 70% what they've been used to and they're actually going water-based now. So it's just, it's just weak. So you're just smacking your paint and it's not gonna last that long. And yeah, that's that's the best thing I can tell you is hand wash your vehicle as much as
2: possible. (laughs) That's the best thing I can tell everybody. That's good stuff and if and if they don't have you know the time to, to hand wash it, they need to take it to a professional
1: true, yes, always,
2: yeah,
1: awesome
2: so Landon,
0: yes, sir. what's next? I know before we all three jumped on together a time you know you're growing your business and I don't think you're gonna let uh I don't think you're gonna let grass grow around you or underneath your shoes so what what's next I mean what scale is it uh you know, you know, the family, spend more time with the family. That might be it, which is a a big, what next?
1: Yes, I think that is. And I've made a lot of sacrifices to get to this now. You know, I mean, everybody's like work hard. I think there's a balance of working hard, but like know how much you're going to have to work hard to get to that, that point to be able to get that family life work balance. But for me right now, we have also have a microfiber towel line, online e-commerce store we run. But what's next is I want to create jobs for disabled veterans on that, that aspect of that, that LLC. Excuse me. Um, And then next I am heavily considering it's probably going to be a really good possibility that we're going to be building a shop. And then with that comes just hiring. And, uh, you know, what, what do I want with that? I want the right people to want to be around. Um, I I don't want it to be like a place that you you're like dreading to come into. I want people to want to be there, want to detail, want to work, not, not work for me, but I want them to enjoy the work. You're going to be an AC. I want to provide that kind of like comfort along with benefits, you know, and some other things that we have going down the line. So what's next? I think the sky's the limit, you know, but uh, for me, uh, it's all about building relationships. So I wanna make sure that I have the right amount of patience and I'm not rushing it, so, um, and do it the right way. And, and what that looks like, I don't know, but I, I'm trusting the process and enjoying the journey at the same time.
2: And if, or, I, remember, if I remember correctly, your dream shop may have some uh, four-legged friends around it.
1: Yes, yeah, I think that, yeah, my wife's horses, horses, yeah, we just bought two this past weekend um <laughs> sorry lover. um I, yeah I'm, no i'm not even gonna get in that aspect yes but no we we, we would was, like. was that a bless her. your heart
2: landon was that yes yeah, bless,
1: you? bless your heart she know but my answer is yes as much as possible to her i i love saying yes to her i she's a m so animal science major and she has 20 pythons and yes we have show chickens and that's another story for another day so yeah <laughs> sounds like it might open a zoo I yeah, we so we, she wants. I told her I so said we could have horses, carriage, and coffee, or cars and coffee, and stuff like cars, coffee, and horses, or something. I don't know, but we want the kind of the we want it to be like a community thing. So I think that's kind of what we're trying to build. Cool, cool, Jared. Before I, I sign us off, anything else?
2: Man, I'm just uh, soaking it all in here. What a what a neat story. And and Landon, I know we already said it, but uh, we just really appreciate your service pleasure to serve yeah man. thank you right on
0: and i i hope your mentor that you had referred to earlier has an opportunity to see this because that i'm sure he would bring a tear to his eye
1: you know we will sir i'll i'll make sure i share it with my promise and thank y'all so much i appreciate y'all
0: yep yep can't wait to uh see the replay actually because it's you know when we're here live you know it's like us guys hanging out you know and talking yes. and- yeah there's some pretty neat stuff and and i'm going to make sure my kids see this because this is this has been really good so on behalf of jared ty this is brent Duham, your host and co-host of breaking business barriers everyone make sure whatever you do it's it's uh, onward and upward good thank stuff you. thanks guys thank y'all appreciate